We're going to do a piece this morning that's very, very simple. Not simple in its, in its, uh, in its depth, it's the deepest in the world. But every year I try to do this piece because it gives a, a fascinating and really a, uh, it gives a very uh, real way for us to approach Yom Kippur. You know, uh, yeah, you can shut them It's okay, yes? These words, this is a teaching for Reb Shlomo. It's a compilation of two different teachings. You know, we go through Yom Kippur with this, we already spoke about it last week, that we think that all this Yom Kippur is supposed to be is that I go through this Mechila day, and if God says, I forgive you, it worked. And if God doesn't say, if you don't feel like God forgave you, then it doesn't work. And it couldn't be further from the endless of the depth of what Yom Kippur Day is all about. It's so much more than that. And that's what Reb Shlomo is going to open our hearts, our hearts to. Okay, he starts off like this. <clears throat> what happens to us when we make mistakes? Each time you make a mistake, you begin to hate somebody you love. What a powerful statement. Because you don't want to be angry at yourself. We could stop about right? <laughs> Each time you make a mistake, you begin to hate somebody you love because you don't want to be angry at yourself. You gotta inhale that one, like over and over and over again. Mom, there's three Cubans for that line, right? Each time you make a mistake, you begin to hate somebody you love because you don't want to be angry at yourself. Where is this from? Look what he says. Adam made a mistake. So what does he say? Adam's angry at Eve. Eve's angry at Adam. They're angry at God. And then they're angry at their children. Like the first mistake in the Torah is what? The first Avera is that we know of is Chava and Adam eating from the Eitzadas. But according to all the, the Hasidish and the Farshim, is that the mistake was not that they did something wrong. <coughs> The real mistake was that they put blame onto each other. Like, right away, Adam says, What do you mean? It's the woman that you gave me. But this is the root of the way that we relate to sins is what's the, what happens to us. How do we react when we see ourselves sinning is that we end up, we, it's too hard for us to deal with our own garbage, so what do we do? We start taking it out on somebody else without realizing it. But something else happens as well. When you make a lot of mistakes, then you don't know anymore what you really want. Because I start needing big excuses as to why I did what I did in the first place. What does that mean, Dove? What does that mean? You're, you're, uh, one mistake leads to another. It just keeps rolling. You're looking for uh, justification of your actions. And so how, just accepting the fact that you made a mistake, right. which allows you to move on. You just keep digging your hole deeper and deeper and deeper. But he, so how does this connect to the first part of this sentence? You don't know anymore what you really want. Yeah, you get lost in this hole that you've dug for yourself. You, you've created so many walls just without denial that uh, you, you don't even know who you are anymore. Mm -hmm. I think sometimes like family feuds, yeah. it's like they escalate so much. And the whole reason why it started is something's... Right. It's so hard to genuinely say you're sorry. So somebody points out something you've done, and instead of just saying you're sorry, you, people do it sarcastically, but 
those who can't do it, I know I fall prey to this. I just get mad. I right. get angry, and I start pushing people away. Right. I feel like it's so much like what Rina was saying yesterday, when she said about Pito. Yeah. Yeah. It's so hard to play. But I want us to pay attention to what the first thing he said over here. You don't know anymore what you really want. Okay, that's an important piece. We'll get back to it in a second. That when this build-up, like you're describing, you're describing, you don't even remember how things started. <clears throat> what you also don't remember is, what, what do you even really want in life? What do you even want from life? What do you want from yourself? You have no zeche, you have no memory of what you even wanted. I don't know if you guys saw this. I posted last night this. My, the earliest footage of it. You watched it? Did you see this? It's 1964. The earliest what? Footage of Reb Shlomo with, with sound and oh, audio right. and visual. Was it him actually playing? Yeah, yeah, that's how he used to play. And um, it was him singing. You have to watch it. I sent it out everywhere. I posted it everywhere. And for a second, I felt like it was a gift from Hashem reminding me what, what, what do you even want when you got into this guy? You know, what, 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 what was it? It was just to be able to talk to Hashem. The way he, it was so simple. It was so deep. It was so pure. It was so old. And um, somehow through our, through our... Rav Cook speaks about this as well extensively. We forget, Bichlal, what we want in the first place. Through all the tumbling of sins and then the denial of them too and the walls that we put up from them. So, Rabbi Shlomo says like this, do you know what happens to us on Yom Kippur? What is God cleansing us of? Because if all God wants to forgive us, He can do it on any Wednesday of the year, right? And, and every day we ask for Mechila. So it's not just a day of forgiveness, like the way we think it is. Yom Kippur is a day where I'm forgiven. That could happen anytime. Yom Kippur is something else. Yom Kippur is not when God has the board of directors together and they sign a declaration. Brother, you've been forgiven. Show this letter to the teller. You get all the money you'll need now. We've cleared you. On Yom Kippur, God cleanses me so much that I come to the most important realization of my life. And what's that? I realize I didn't want to do the Avera in the first place. Now this really ties in deep to something we've been working on very much through of Yaakov Manchester. The whole avodah of tshuva is to stop defining ourselves as the Baal Avera, to stop defining ourselves as the one that does the sin. What really messes us up is that when we do fall, we become the Avera that we did. When really, our neshamas is begging us, no, don't... That's not really me. That, don't identify, that's not the real you, that's not the real you. And then we start doubting that voice and saying, ah, you lost the ability to really connect to that voice. You lost the Tmimus. It's not you anymore. This is the real you. The gift of Yom Kippur is that the cleansing of Yom Kippur is that somehow I walk out of Yom Kippur saying, I didn't want to do the Avera in the first place. At least I know that. When we say all the different al what am I really telling God? Yes, I did these sins, but I really didn't want to. That's an important thing to remember. You know, Rip Shlomo once said, you think God needs you to come to him like a, like, like, a, like a school teacher and say, I did this wrong, I did this wrong, for the sake of just admitting that you did something wrong? He wants you to come to him and admit that you did wrong because don't deny what you've been stuck in. But don't identify yourself with what you've been stuck in either. This is not the real you. Like he says here, 
Yes, I did these sins, but I really didn't want to. Now, why is that such a revelation for a person to come to a realization that he admits that he doesn't really, he didn't really want to do the averas that he did? Therefore, what would you def- how would you now define what happens to a person on Yom Kippur? He, 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 he finds out who he really he is. He finds out who he really is. And and not just that, he falls in love with who he really is. He actually begins <coughs> he actually begins <coughs> to like who he really is. You know that you know that being if we actually started to like who we really are? Can anyone here say that they really like who they are? I know, I know you'll say it, some parts. I don't want to hear that anymore. There's no Indian to not like who you are. I don't know why people think that's like a deep, holy place. I don't. <clears throat> what, a, what a joke. God created you so that you don't like who you are. So Yom Kippur is the day that you find out who you really are, what you really want, what your true definition is, and even more than that, you like it. You like the real you. You like who you really are. When asked the question again, because no one said yes, does anyone like who they really are? I, I don't like it. I'll answer it this way. <laughs> See, you can't. No, 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 no. No, 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 no I'll tell you why. Because I know, I know what you're going to say. And all of us are saying it like that. But there's got to be a place where you could say... Then I don't know. Right. Then uh, I don't... It's confusing. This whole don't know. thing is saying... Everything has become wrapped up in confusion. Correct. And we don't know Correct. what's truth. Right, the real truth line. Like, you know, because we're we're uh, because of all the things, you know, this ang- like the buildup, like, yeah, right. the blaming, the anger, all that. You know, we don't like that part of us, but that's not the real us. I like who I'm realizing now. I really am. Say that again. I like who I realize that I really am. Awesome. Hashem. I do. It's been a big year for me. You're such a pompous, arrogant... <laughs> I'm the one who's going to say it. I don't mind. Record that again. <laughs> you, you guys we like who you really are. We like who you really are as well. <laughs> Imagine that throughout my whole life, I'm somehow so happy saying bad things about other people. Could be people... Live like that on Yom Kippur with a little bit of holiness shining into my heart. Suddenly, I really don't want to anymore. I don't want to. I didn't want to walk around from house to house saying any bad things, destroying marriages, destroying friendships. I really don't want to. And Yom Kippur gives me the strength to realize this. It gives me the koach, the day itself, which we like we said this day was chosen by God. This is God's day. Somehow through God's day, I have enough koyach to actually believe in these things. It's very, you need a lot of strength to hold on to these pillars of faith in yourself. When people get married, man and woman cannot enter a relationship unless there's a Yom Kippur which takes place before. It's funny. You know Al Alfer? The song is getting married on Thursday night. Uh, you know, your neighbor, uh, a few doors down from you, Nathan, Nathan's son. You know, Mati. So he's getting married Thursday night. And uh, I have two friends that got married also the same day. as the day after Yom Kippur. And but one of them, Eitan G, everyone always said, only Eitan G needed. If you know Eitan G, you know what I mean. 
he needed two Yom Kippur's the, the same week in order for him to get married, right? Because you need, you go through your own era of Yom Kippur, right? So, Rabbi Shlomo says people get married, man and woman cannot enter a relationship unless there is a Yom Kippur which takes place before. Now, before going ahead in the text, why do you think he said that? Based on what we said right now. You have to know who you are in order to enter into a yeah. new life. More. And further, what else? What else? Why else do you need a Yom Kippur before you get married? Based on what we said right now. You have to like yourself. Oh. You have to like yourself. Why? Because why would you do that to another person? Why would you put yourself onto another person if you don't like who you really are? And, and it changes our whole understanding of what the mikvah of Yom Kippur really produces. Not necessarily only kapara, which is essential, but I become, I, I go into a, an awareness zone through Yom Kippur, coming out of it saying, this version of me, which is the real me, is something that I like. Oh, now I can get married. Because I can't do that to, I'm, I can't do that to somebody else. This is what I really want, to be mevarer, to clarify exactly what you really want in life. It's a very deep thing. Like you like yourself. Nachon. So again, when people get married, man and woman cannot enter a relationship unless there's a Yom Kippur which takes place before. Because the question is not, do you like the same bank? Or do you like the same colored towels in the bathroom? The question is, what do you really want? Sometimes it takes a hundred years till a husband and wife realize that they don't want the same thing. I don't want what you want, and you don't want what I want. So Yom Kippur is, Mamish, when God gives me the strength to cleanse myself from everything that I don't really want. But you know what it is? All the people, people who fight over what they really want, Nebuch, they never had a real Yom Kippur, because maybe, deep, deep, deep inside, they really want the same thing. Maybe they really do. Now this is a very interesting thing. There's a lot of, obviously, without getting too involved in details, so much talk in this one community about these two shuls that we have now, Shirat David and Kapot Marim, which when I think it's very clear that if we all had one Gezunt Yom Kippur, we'd probably realize that the majority, if we nailed it down to what our neshamas really want, we all want the same thing. Now, you could take that framework to everywhere. You know, like, like, this can... This is everywhere. Oh, you don't want that, time, that kind of davening? Seder, but what do you really... That's not what you really want. What do you really want? What, what do you really, really want? Well, I want to stand in front of Hashem. I don't want to daven for eight hours. Seder, that's not what you really want. That's an outside thing. And an inside thing? What do you really want? I want to feel shielded by Hashem's love. All of us really, really want that. And that's who we really are. And that's what Yom Kippur... That's the realization that Yom Kippur brings you to. But unless you let yourself go through that whole process of the kapara, of the admitting of all the things you did wrong, and unless you're willing, like Rav Cook says, to take all your garbage and put it right in front of your face and deal with it, you'll never get down to the basics of what it is you really want. So that's what, again, the sentence here is, all the people who fight over what they really want, Nebuch, they never had a real Yom Kippur because maybe deep, deep inside, they really want the same thing. Maybe they really do. Can you imagine if we all found out that we all want the same thing? 
Well, that, that is really going to happen one day. Like, we all want Mashiach to come, even if we're not really to, willing to admit it. Moshe was saying in Sfasem, as part of the Tzibur, like, really, we should all be in one somewhere. Really. What was the other thing he said about the one thing that we should all be doing? He gave a great example. Right. What was it he said? About Talis? Right. Oh, oh, oh that, that when one person gets up, it should really be like one person gets up and puts on a talis. And everyone and goes everyone up. Right. And it's amazing like you're in. Like that's, that's, that, that's the, the way really the chathchila. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Rav Moshe was talking about how the whole key for uh, Ahava is simple. And I, I, I'm thinking about it now because if you don't really know who you are, you're not happy with who you are, you can't ever open up Love. that door and that's the key to everybody realizing they want the same thing. Absolutely. They all love each other. Absolutely. Without a doubt. Okay, so he ends off here really beautifully and powerfully. A lot of people walk around constantly thinking about the past. There's nothing to talk about the future. So everyone thinks that on Yom Kippur, we're spending all day talking about the past. I did this wrong, and I did this wrong. But you know something Reb Shlomo says? It's not true. The truth is that on Yom Kippur, I'm telling God what I'm going to do better next year. I'm saying to God, remember last year I did this wrong? Watch out. This year I'm going to do it right. I'm not talking about the past. I'm just telling God that this year he'll be proud of me. That's what Yom Kippur is. Maybe Elul was enough to say to go into the past because it still has to do with the past year. But on Yom Kippur, it's not that I'm still stuck in what I had done wrong. All Shabbos long, we were talking about his chadshus, new. But you're going to go into the 10th day of the year and start bringing in all your garbage from last year? That's not what's really going on. I'm not talking about the past. I'm just telling God that this year he will be proud of me. Like when your child has enough confidence in himself and tells your Abba, you're going to really be proud of me this year in school. Don't we wish our children had that, going, into, going out there into the world when you say goodbye to them and you drop them off at school, looking at you with the eyes of, Abba, you're going to be proud of me this year. No matter what they did yesterday, what, do you, what does an Abba really want? They want the child to feel confident because you want, we want them to get a taste of who they really are and like it. Think of your children right now. Think of the child in you and with, 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 with the Ribbono Shlomo. That's how it is. You want your child to walk with saying, I know you're going to be proud of me. And that's how we walk out from Yom Kippur too. So he gives an example. Right, that's the one we all know by heart. Last year I was talking Lashon Hara about somebody. This year you won't believe it. You won't even recognize me. And perhaps this is why the day of Yom Kippur, the Mishnah says that there was never such great days in Am Yisrael like Tuba'av and Yom Kippurim. Why? Well, Tuba'av, we understand, they have zivugim, companionship, love, but a lot of people have a hard time with the other thing about the Mishnah. How could Chazal say that Yom Kippur was the happiest day in the world? We all know that as children, we dreaded Yom Kippur. Hated it. We wanted to run away as far as we could from it. We just wanted to get through it, right? Anyone knows that once you taste a little bit of opening your own heart and having a relationship with Hashem, Yom Kippur is the greatest day of the year. It's the happiest day of the year. 
it's the most simcha day of the year. It's the greatest cleansing a person can have because if the cleansing produces a version of you that A, likes himself, and B, tells him, God, I know you're going to be proud of me this year, and Yotel told me, there's nothing greater than that. So in this piece, in this short piece, what does Rabbi Shlomo do? Completely readjusting our way of looking at Yom Kippur. And I really wanted to do this because we're not going to have, there's not going to be Shia Tuesday morning every Yom Kippur, but there's not going to have time we'll meet in the morning. We do have a Shia tomorrow night at Toby's at 8.30 by Yom Kippur. But for us, for our learning, I really, this was very important for me to, uh, that we should go through this. And Bezrat Hashem, you should hold on to this while you're standing in Yom Kippur. Because you can get very, very lost in the mouth. That's it. That's partly it. Who has... It seems that being in shul all this time of Yom Kippur, we should have plenty of time to chill into connecting to these. Right. But it seems so overwhelming. Like, what's going on? There's a uh, pressure to say every word here and every word here. and it seems overwhelming that it's hard to... Uh... What showed you? No, don't tell me. <laughs> Come join us in Kipper and then you won't have to say what you just said. <laughs> Love you. All right, guys. Shavuot, let's make it real. Let's make it-